Yeah. Yo, what up, everybody? Um, I don't have my headphones in. Uh, just being lazy right now. Oh, no, no. I want to talk about something positive. So, my uh, adventure in Texas is coming to an end. Hopefully on a on a positive note. I was going back. Plans is go back to Columbus. Regroup, reset. Uh, and then head back out to Oregon. And this time head back out there and not have a and have and not have a situation where I don't have a car and where I have to have roommates. Not that I don't mind having roommates, but I don't mind that. But like multiple, no. Nah. If it's just one, cool. It's easier to get along with one person than, like, multiple people, especially if you don't know them, especially if you're not from the same fucking culture. And just, you know, kind of like that, my own space while I'm out there, kind of be able to see and have a car and some, be able to see the city and do more shit. Uh, I'm looking for, you know, just different experience. Like, I enjoyed my experience there. My roommate's just dope. But, like, it's definitely cool to just be able to be like, yo, I don't have anyone around. And I want my kids to be able to come out and stay and and people come visit and shit and, like, not, you know, have to worry about them mesh with other people. But, I don't know, like, I like Texas. Like, Texas, like, I think a lot of it is just, like, especially Dallas. I like the mystique of places, like the mystique of New Orleans, the mystique of like San Francisco, the mystique of like a Miami, of a Tampa, of Orlando, but like mostly like a Miami. Like Orlando's dope too. Like I had a decent time, cool time there, like a year long vacation where I also worked. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure like New York has its own mystique, like Philly has its own mystique, but like. Chicago, like these destination international cities and shit like that. Like, I was watching um, Dazed and Confused, which is one of my favorite fucking movies. Like, it's a cult classic. And it's like, it had me thinking, it's like, bro, like, I would love... Because if you haven't seen Dazed and Confused, it's been out since, like, 1993. It's about to be 30 fucking years old. But yeah, it's a it's a coming of age story. Basically, uh it's the last day of school for nineteen seventy six. Uh the class of nineteen seventy seven are going into their senior year, which the year before you like the summer before your senior year is so dope. Cause it's all about fucking especially if you play fall sports. Especially if you play sports, period. But like the yeah, the the summer before your senior year is just dope because you're like Everything is potential. It's kind of like the month of May. Like mid-May, like especially after Mother's Day, you're just gearing up for summer. Like you're just planning to do everything summer related. Like I'll go go to beach, go to theme parks, go to parties, drink, fuck, whatever. Just wild out, stay up late. And the thing as a high school, just like, or just even as a young adult or whatever. You don't really have any responsibilities. You probably have a job. But if you grew up how we grew up, that job wasn't dependent on, like, it wasn't a serious job. You're just working a couple shifts, had some spending money. 
unless you're like in a situation where you're you're working because you have to fucking pay bills around the house you know <laughs> like that would that would suck i had a lot of friends who 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 lived that life like they had to work because if they didn't they wouldn't eat like they worked at fast food restaurants and they ate that fast food restaurant because that was the only place like i had a lot of not destitute and this is a lot of friends in the sense of like after I went to college, it's like finding out that I have friends who grew up like that. But most of the friends I came up with either had allowance from their parents, like work jobs that weren't that, that you know, teenage jobs, fast food. I worked at fucking Kroger. Kroger is a grocery store here in America. Or, what am I saying? America, but in Ohio and a bunch of other places. Uh, but yeah, Fred Meyer or whatever, um, depending on where you live. And deliver papers and shit, but like, yeah, dude, like the summer going into their senior year, and then it's also the summer going into this one kid's freshman year. The main protagonist, uh, Mitch Kramer, his sister is three years older than him, and she's going to be a senior, and that was kind of dope. Uh, like you know, I'm gonna give a whole synopsis about fucking days of confused, but fuck it. Um, that was dope because I remember I didn't have any siblings that were like my older brother for all said, he lived in Mississippi, so he couldn't and he was only two years older than me, so he couldn't help me out like that. But I had a lot of older homies. Um, because yeah, my summer going into my freshman year, I started working at Kroger and I met a lot of people who were gonna be seniors and mostly juniors. Like a lot of the class of O three and class of O two, a couple class of O ones. Um, I graduated in 05, so yeah, a lot of those guys that were just leaving. Like, the summer after senior year is wild, because like, shit, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm wildin', wildin'. But the summer before, because it's like, bro, it's like, you're the oldest. Like, you are the king, or one of the kings, one of the lords of the school. You have everything fucking, you know, uh, figured out. Everything fucking wired. But my senior year is different because my junior year, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, like, my school, like, going into my junior year, our school split. So Pickerington High School became Pickerington North and Pickerington Central. And I ended up going to Pickerington North with most of my homies and most of the niggas that I played sports with. Like, most of the people that I played soccer with, grew up playing soccer with, went through high school with, like, freshman, sophomore year, ended up going to North. I had only two seniors that stayed at Central that played were Nate Brown and Will Perano. And holy fuck, the talent pool that they had to deal with was gargantuanly bad. Like, it was it was shitty. I remember our senior year, uh, some of our senior year, we scrimmaged them. And Will and Nate were forwards. They're strikers. And, like, Nate Brown's probably one of the best pure... Like, he played a lot like Thierry Henry. Very direct, very pacey. Was Nate was probably one of the best soccer players I've played against or with in my age group. Just pure talent and work ethic. <laughs> like a fucking samurai. And Will was good too. Will was a little bit more smooth. But yeah, great athletes. Great fucking. Yeah, I haven't. Me and Nate are friends on Facebook. We'll have a talk to him in a minute. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I hope he's all right. Shouts to them. But yeah, so it's like senior year, they're just bad. They had Nate playing sweeper. 
Because, like, if not, he, they're, bro, they're going to get the, the doors blown off of him. And they did. Uh, yeah, Pickering Central was, uh, we kind of felt bad. Like, bro, you, you should have just transferred last year and sat out of here. Dude, fucking, if we'd have had Nate and Will, we'd have won State. Dead ass. Because we'd have had too much fucking talent. We'd have had 15 fucking seniors. 15. 15 fucking seniors. And a lot of those guys had letters already. Now, in high school, I sucked at soccer. Take it back. I sucked playing offense as a, at high school. And I never thought, like, oh, maybe I should switch to defense. I'm a lot better than that. I like scoring goals. But, nah. But anyway, days are confused. Um, it's literally the last day of school. Eighth graders are going into freshman year. And freshmen are, I mean, in a... And um, the seat and the newly minted junior or the juniors are now turning into seniors. And the funny thing is, most of them niggas playing fucking seniors in high school were twenty something, which ain't bad. They're still kind of close. One of the niggas in the, it was born in nineteen sixty four. Like this nigga's my mom's age. I was like, hey man, like you're twenty eight when you filmed it. You're twenty eight, and they had Matthew McConaughey in here. Um, there's one scene, there's a few scenes that are, like, kind of cringe. The movie came out in 1993, so, you know, there's that. But it, they're doing this thing called, they get, so what happens is all the freshman, bo- the new freshman boys get paddled by the new seniors. It's a tradition that just gets passed down, and I don't know who came up with that. Like, hey, hey, soon-to-be 18-year-olds, why don't we grab recent 13, like, recent 13, 14-year-olds and hit them in the butt with wooden paddles. Oh, yeah, this will be a great tradition. It's not. It's not a great tradition. It's kind of fucking weird. But all the senior but all the senior girls round up all the deemed worthy freshmen. I'm guessing, like, freshmen, like, the eighth grade cheerleaders and shit like that. People who had some sort of clout. And they, like, for all intents and purposes, haze them. Yeah, it's not even a problem. It's, it's super hazing. It's kind of creepy. Like, they have them, and they have, like, the, the juniors, uh, just random juniors. It's like, or random new, yeah, we'll call them new seniors. Random new seniors just standing around watching this shit. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, bro, this would have not flown in 2005. This would have not flown the, the spring of 2004 going into 2000. Like, no. Because I can imagine, because so the scenes is, you have these senior, new senior girls tormenting these new freshmen. I was sitting there looking like, bro, there's no way in hell. Like, like so I have my cousin Jasmine is three years younger than me. Three years and like a like nine days. She's also Capricorn. But like, and I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, there's no way in hell I could have let because if you you can if you have if you're a respected new senior, you kind of got you got more pool, and I would have had to use whatever pool I had to make sure that my cousin didn't get got. Because I'd be like, look, don't torture my cousin, like please don't, because I'm gonna have to hear it, and by hear it means they're gonna beat me. Well, who's gonna beat you? My family, my mom, my dad, my aunts and uncles are going to pound me into the fucking earth. I posted on Facebook like, if I let anything happen to my like to that level on Days of Confusion, if you've seen the movie, you know what scene I'm talking about, or set of group of scenes I'm talking about. Like, if I'd have let them 
poured ketchup on my cousin's school clothes, mustard, barbecue sauce, baby powder, baking soda, and just fucked him up completely and then take him to a fucking drive-thru because everybody fucking had pickups in Texas in 1976. Like, bro. I'd have never heard the end of it. TJ, those girls, I'd be like, I had nothing. To, you can stop that. They, my aunt and uncle would probably be beating my ass to this day. At least every time they see me, they punch me in the fucking face. I was like, no. And then, two, I know if I was going into my uh, freshman year, now I didn't have many soon to be senior homies on a level of where like they could protect me. Because Mitch Kramer's sister, who's actually really cute, by the way, um, even now, yeah, she's dope. Uh, she was like, hey, go easy on him. Don't do too much. But, like, these niggas is like, oh, we're finna tear in this nigga's ass. We finna get in that butt. Or get on them cheeks. I was like, bro, there's no way. And I'd have told, I'd be like, Mark, I'd because Reggie and DJ weren't, Reggie's a year older than me, so he's gonna be a sophomore. DJ's gonna be a junior. So they didn't have much fucking pool. And the only, and the senior niggas that I got cool with, I didn't get cool with till after school had already started. So they probably would have got me. They probably would have been looking for me. Like, Marcus couldn't have, my cousin Marcus couldn't have saved me. I'm like, Nate, hey, if any of these niggas, I'm telling, I'm telling mama, I'm telling granddad, I'm telling Aunt Angie, I'm telling Uncle Willie, I'm telling Aunt Sherry, I'm telling Uncle uh, Uncle Darnell. I am snitching. If I get beat up because of some stupid tradition, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm snitching. I was that annoying cousin. Oh, man, I was such an annoying cousin. I would have been way less annoying if I knew I didn't have motherfuckers at my back. Like, if I just had to catch my own L's, I'd probably have been a lot less wild. Because I was fucking reckless. I ran my mouth a lot. I was like, y'all niggas ain't gonna do shit. Like, if you do try shit, I got backup. Because if anything fucking happens to me, someone else is getting beat up on top of that. Like, someone's getting their ass kicked if, if I get my ass kicked. And boy, did I, I, I got, there's a lot of assholes that I should have fucking got that I just fucking dodged just because people knew not to fuck with me. Not that I was going to fucking rump up a fight, but it's like, all right, bet y'all niggas want to smoke. All right, make sure you're ready for all of it because it's going to be a fucking barbecue. We are going to bonfire this shit right now. So yeah, that was going into my freshman year. So it's like, it's, I can understand it, but like going into my senior year, I wouldn't let nothing happen to my little cousin Jasmine. Now, going into my junior year, every, the school was new. We didn't have fucking seniors. If we'd have had that tradition, yeah, they'd have got said, Aish, nothing I can do, buddy. Like, I'm a... Now, you could obviously fight back, but that just means, like, bro, your life's going to be a living hell throughout the year. But we mobbed, so... Mob, okay, that's slang for, like, we we all kicked it together. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm recording. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about dazed and confused. What? Dazed and confused. Right. The movie. So anyway, people. Um. Yeah. Nothing would have happened to my little cousin in the whole air raid scene. Like, nah. They'd have beat the fuck out of me. Like my entire family would have beat my ass. You doing a solo podcast? You can jump on if you want. Oh, I'm good. All right. That's all you. Gonna run an errand, so. All right. But yeah, so it's like fucking like the movie. I love the movie because it literally just shows like full on nostalgia. 
and also shows like the shit you can get away with in Texas. Like they're just buying beer. Like this kid's fourteen, just goes into a fucking convenience store, and the nigga just he pays for the beer. But I guess in nineteen seventy six is a different fucking time. Nineteen seventy six, Austin, Texas. I don't know. It's like it's. I like like I like uh some of my favorite movies revolve around high schools. Yeah, coming of age stories and text like Varsity Blues is one of my favorite movies also. Cause I understand what it's like being a senior athlete. I like and I like the summer here too, like May. Like because it's so much possibility, and there's like proms are over, like you getting graduations ready, and it's just like just so much potential. Like my favorite part of the summer is like Memorial Day. Cause it's like the unofficial start. From Memorial Day to Labor Day is pretty much summer. Even though summer officially starts June fucking 21st or 20th and then it ends September something. <laughs> but so it's like it's one of those it's a good movie. Kids just wilding. Wooderson, Wooderson, like and Charlie Tweeter are are probably in prison right now. They're probably cellmates. Cause this is in Varsity Blues, the wide receiver Scott Kahn, uh plays Charlie Tweeter, and Charlie Tweeter is a degenerate. He is fucking. He is a drunk. He I don't think he's violent, but he's just a good time dude. He's a party boy. He has this one line. He was like, he's trying to talk to Mox about having sex with girls like what you gotta do give him Quaalude couple beers or Vicodin couple beers and the panties drop it's like they drop it's nice it's like it's nice <laughs> and Mox goes Twitter you think you're gonna enjoy prison like nigga I remember hearing that as a fucking 12 year old versus I was like Either first movie came out ninety eight or ninety. I think thing came out ninety eight. So I, even as an no, I was told about it by the time it came out. I was like, hey, um, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to drug girls and get them drunk before you have sex with them, because that's not sex and that's fucking rape. And I knew that because to double down, uh, guilty conscience by Eminem. Like, hey, uh, he's slipping shit in a drink and getting a drunk. This girl's fifteen. Yeah, you're. That that doesn't seem like it's right at all. Some about that just I knew that that's not good. I was like, if Eminem was rapping it, that's not something you want to do in real life. Ooh, nice backside one eighty kickflip. I'm playing a uh, Skater XL, which is like one of my new go to games when I just want to veg out and play. But yeah, um, Charlie Tweeter's wild Wooderson. Played by uh, then 22-year-old Matthew McConaughey. It was like, one thing I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. Like, nigga, what? Like, like hey, we could leave that out the movie. You know that, right? Like, we don't have to put this in the movie. No, no, that's a good line. It's not a good line. Like, someone's going to live by that. But I remember seeing um, Days of Confused as a kid, not kid, but like I've seen it a bunch of times. It's one of my it's one of my favorite movies to just watch and just kick it. 
and just reminisce and talk about, obviously. Oh, it's not obviously, but yeah. Clearly. Or apparently. Uh, and one of the dudes, I forget his name, who's played by Sasha Jensen. And it's towards the end of the movie, it's like the third act. He's talking about like how high school, because Pink Floyd's like, this sucks, like from high school. This is the best years of my life, like kill me. He's like, look, man, I just want to go through life and go through this year. And he says that I had as much fun as I could when I was stuck in this place. Uh, I did. I played as hard as I could because I, I played football while I was stuck in this place. Because like I had sex with as, not, with, a bunch, with as many girls as I could when I was stuck in this place. And that's pretty much I, I sent uh, that to my uh my son's mom to Q's mom. I was like, that's pretty much it, dude. Why are in high school? Enjoy it. Like, there's going to be a but. Like, enjoy the responsibility ness. Responsibility. Enjoy the lack of responsibility. The lack of super high stakes decisions. As long as you don't get anyone fucking pregnant or any incurable STDs or a police fucking or, you know, a string of police records. <laughs> just have fun. And that's one thing I think my parents, I was grounded all the fucking time. My parents were like, have fun. Like, you're never going to have another time like this. Because even in college, there's there's stakes because, like, you have to have a fucking plan at the end of it. And I remember being a senior and just thinking, like, sitting with other seniors, like, bro, they kind of want us to have our whole lives planned out by 18. What college want to go to? What do we want to major in? What do we do after? It was like, they kind of want us to have some sort of fucking plan. Little did we know, our parents were yuppies. Our parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They kind of knew. But a lot of their parents sucked. Like, for all intents and purposes, my dad's mom wasn't a great mom to my dad. My mom's mother was an awesome mother, but my my grandfather, I love him, have immense amount of respect for him. I clearly have a different relationship with him than she did, or any of my parents did, my mom's did. We, he wasn't a great dad. He was a good provider, I guess, from what I'm told. He was devoted, but not the shit of my grandfather, but just like he had his issues, especially with fidelity and parenting and shit like that. Like, we, my cousins, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but, like, my cousins and I, especially my cousin Reggie and DJ, like, the ones that grew up in Columbus, because Antoine, Marcus, and Nate weren't around for the most part. Like, they didn't come here permanently to like, 95, 96. Yeah, I think it was, like, 96. So it's, like, but me, I grew up with them. Like, I grew up, like, that was my grandfather. Like, I knew him. I had a a great relationship for all intents and purposes compared to my cousins with my grandfather especially compared to my mom's like I didn't find out all the fucked up shit that my grandfather did till way after he was gone and I think they did that because they wanted to protect his legacy and our memory of him like our grandfather my grandfather was an extremely flawed man brave man great for uh, again like i see him in a different light but i digress so it's like 
you also, yeah, like, and I, I see it just, that's like, my mom is a great stepmom. She's a good provider. She's caring. She's considerate. She's a great stepmom to my little brothers. And then my, my then little sister. Like, she she was. She's a great grandma. She's not a great grandma. She's a good grandmother. <laughs> you know? And so, obviously, like, there's a lot of times, like, Riley seeing my grandmother, seeing my mom a lot more when I was, than when I was a kid. Like, she's the best version of herself. Now, what does that have to do with this fucking movie? Well, again, it's just like, you go back to that time and every, you're, you're just trying to fucking figure it out. But you're just trying to have fun. You're trying to figure out life, but you know you also want to have fun as well. Because one day it's fucking gone. You wake up and you're 35. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Because everyone in that movie is 50 or close to it. Matthew McConaughey, about to be 53. Um, Sasha Jensen, about to be fucking 60. <laughs> like, everybody was born, like, the Wiley Wiggins, I think, was born in 76. I think one of the other dudes was born in 78. I think uh, one of the other guys, uh, Esteban Powell, and he doesn't like an Esteban at all. He was born in 76. Like, so all these people are, like, it's a, it's a movie about the 70s that came out in the early fucking 90s. Ooh, nice. So it's like... And you kind of think back, like, and I think for the kids that were 17 or just turned 18, like, Cole Hauser would just turned 18, like, that year. Because the movie came out in September of 1993. Cole Hauser was born, like, March or May, March of 75. Mila Jovovich was born in 75. Like, it's a lot of young Hollywood. Like, a lot of these people that were in this movie turned out to be stars. A lot of them born were either between, mostly between 1969 and 1976. So they all were like not far removed from that experience of trying to figure out what you're going to do as a young adult. And then the funny thing too is like, but I think too, it's not like you're, it'd have been a different movie if it was for the class of 76. It was for the class seventy seven. Like we got the whole summer, we got things we want to accomplish as a group before we leave this bitch. And then that's why it's like, holy shit, it's over. Because you work not work, but you, you build up so much of your life to get to that point, to get to all right, senior year, then the graduation, bro. Like it's fucking, it's it's bonkers to think back at that. Like, I'm coming up, I'm three years away from my fucking 20th year reunion. And I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, even though you have social... Like, reunions don't hit the same as much as they did before because everyone's friends with social media. Like, if I'm not friends with you on social media and we and we grew up together... Yeah, I'm not grew up together. Yeah, but if we grew up together, bro, I'm not... We don't fuck with each other. That's the only way to fucking say it. Like, we do not... Like, I look, like, I have on my 
other uh, Instagram, not Instagram, but fucking Facebook, like, there's people like, bro, we did not like each other in high school. Or you did some super schemey shit in high school. Or you probably still, or you voted for fucking Trump and you still plan on voting for fucking Trump. Or like, you're against Planned Parenthood. You're anti, like, you're fucking anti-abortion because it's not pro-life. It's not pro-life at all. Like, so it's like, yo, we just don't. So fucking reunion is going to be weird because like, bro, we just don't fuck with each other. Like, man, I'll be cordial, but we don't fuck with each other. There's not going to be some old flame like, bitch, how the fuck are you not on social media? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's kind of like, you think you too good to be to be in part of this flagrancy? And I get it. There's some people just like, they're just not on social media. That's cool. I got too many fucking... This shit's fucking entertaining. Um, so I imagine if you take just any class, any class where everyone growing up isn't rich, but isn't poor, but like isn't... Things aren't fucking destitute. Like a lot of these kids in the movie had cars, just going, drinking beer, riding around. Their parents were just like, fuck it. <laughs> You know, because that's a wild party. It's the last day of school, and everybody just out wilding. There was a junior high party. The funny thing is, a junior high party at well, not the junior high party, but like yeah, it's like a junior high. Kids coming into junior high or middle school or whatever, and kids leaving it, and they're just there. And then like they have like a black light room with couches and stuff. It's clearly made for making out. There's no other function of this fucking room except to to get some to get the first base maybe second like it's an open format like it's an open floor plan this little area everyone's playing love hurts love hurts which i didn't know came out in the 70s i thought it came out in the 80s love hurts. you know the fucking words i don't have to fucking do this shit it's a good song though i like it i've never i've never i don't know love songs are weird especially in the 70s but like it's so fucking cool. Like, it's so cool. And there's just one of the scenes, like, the scene where the, the the fat kid, who I, for every time I see this part of the movie, I'm like, yo, this nigga was actually doing his damn thing. And his two loser buddies are like, hey, man, we gotta leave. This place sucks. Like, nigga, fuck you. I'd be like, hey, I'm here. Man, we're gonna sit at this kid party. Nigga, I'm making out with this hot blonde. I'm a chubby kid. Fuck y'all. Unless you're finna rub on my dick and let me touch your titties. Get the fuck out of here. Go. Go. Child makeout scenes in movies are always fucking weird. Just because you're having children make out. Like, hey, man, we don't have to do this. You know that, right? Nah, I probably didn't feel this way when I was a kid. But like, hey, we don't have to do this. Like, we don't have to have kids doing anything sexual in this fucking in this movie. Um... We can have the adults do it, because they're all clearly adults, but we don't have to have these fucking... Clearly, the kids... Like, the kids playing high school seniors are adults. All of them are grown. At least 18. Uh, Sasha Jensen was fucking 28. It's weird. He had, oh, sidebar. He had this fucking line, because they're in the air raid scene. Uh, the girls have to go... The new, new freshmen have to go up to the new senior dudes and be like... 
will you marry me? And the guy goes, well, what am I getting out of it? I'll let you do anything you want. And the dude was like, Sasha Jensen, being 28 years old, was like, open your mouth up wide. Like, oh, God, this is cringy. He's like, uh, do you spit or swallow? Like, nigga, that is a child. That is an probably actual child. Like, you don't, you don't have to say this, my nigga. Like, you're 28. Like, you could have been a junior high party mistake of her dad. Like, she could have been a junior high party mistake. That could be your kid. Like, you are fucking wildin'. <laughs> but, yeah. But it was, it was just like, but I, yeah, dude, it was just, it's a good movie. It's a good movie for, for me. I like it. Wiley Wiggins, there's this one part where he just keep he tries to show disdainment. And he keeps like just touching his, like the bridge of his nose and squinting his eyes. Like either you're really high or nigga, you are fucking this scene up right now. But they left it in there. And every time I see it, I laugh. But it's, a, I don't know, man. And another part too is like the the it's a, I think it's based in Austin, Austin Texas. I've never been to Austin Texas. I would like to go to Austin Texas. Um, Texas is different, dude. It's a different vibe. And I saw my earlier like Texas is just a different vibe. It's a different vibe. Oregon is a different vibe too like Texas is a different vibe like I'm thinking about it like I'm watching the the, the days like it feels like bro yeah I want to be set up nice to where my kids can have nights like that where they're just going out cruising with their friends walling getting into hijinks hopefully just not getting anyone pregnant or catching any uncurious like yeah not not commit just being mischievous but not absolute tears you know, I want that. My son going in his senior year is where, like, you know, just planning senior year, trying to take a state championship. The build up of four years of, of bullshit, just like, yo, it's finally coming. Oh, yeah. It's like I said, it's a coming of age movies like that are dope. It's just like a time capsule. All hanging out at the fucking. Arcade, playing shooting pool, playing ping pong, table hockey, uh, foosball. Uh, what the fuck are those things where you put the ball? In, it's a you use these like mallets to hit. Oh my gosh! It's a machine. It's not foosball. Dude, I'm, I'm blanking right now what it's called. Like, Kiss has one of them. Like, okay, so you put a coin in and you pull this uh, spring back and you hit a ball. And then you have these two mallets, I think, or these two sticks on the side. And you pin, pinball. Boom. Remembered it. Pinball. It's, Yeah. Like Texas, like I would love to. I think if I'm, you know, met the right girl, or whatever, and say, hey, let's set up here in Texas. Cause like you know, you want to be part of places that have a have a culture. That have a strong culture. 
Like Texas football be dope. I think I think I had a dream while I was here since I've been here. Like my kid playing for Allen High School. Or South Lake Carroll. Just like you have a tradition of excellence. Like that shit would be dope. And not even just for me, but just like for the kid. Like, hey, my kid gets to live an exciting life. Cause my t- my life was fucking exciting. Mostly because I got in fucking trouble a lot, but it was still fucking exciting. Like it was it was dope. You know? Like, Dad, hey, hey man, you won your football game, you're going out to celebrate on Friday. Have fun. Having barbecues and shit, just building a team community. Because that's what that shit comes down to. That's what a lot of this shit fucking comes down to, dude. Just having a community set up. And I don't, and I think that's what people are missing out to kind of go into another tangent. But, like, marriage and raising a family, like, you're creating a culture. You're creating a, a lineage like a bloodline, like this is what we do. Like I love having a big family and having those moments. You know? Just like not even just holiday, just random shit. Like families all coming over, all nostalgic, telling old jokes, telling old stories, telling talking about new shit. Like the shit's cool. That is the one thing I'm sad about about not my kids not living with me. Or just not being with one of their moms in a, in a relationship. It's just a, like that missing that part towards like the everyday thing. <laughs> but I think it's, yeah, man, it's one of those, it's one of those movies where it's just like, yo, that must have been so dope to be around at that time. And like the whole thing is like one kid's one kid's party. His parents are going out of town, and he ordered keg. What if you're throwing a party at your own house, and you're a teenager, and it's your parents' house? You're gonna get fucking murdered. Like I would never in my ever, 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 ever think of throwing a party at my parents' house. I'm not dumb. None of that shit ever ends well. I've seen enough movies based in 60, 70 days like, oh yeah, don't throw a party at your parents' house because niggas don't know how to fucking act. And shit's going to get fucking wrecked and all your friends are going to bounce and the cops come and you're going to be stuck with this shit. So it's like, anyway, that gets cash. But apparently he's not grounded. He's still able to use his car, go out, get high as fucking giraffe nuts, and go to the moon tower, which is a tower in Austin, maybe, I don't know, but in the movie, and kick it with his friends all hours of the fucking night. Go you. All right. I was like, eh, that's the last day of school. Like, you're not throwing a party here, but nigga, we ain't gonna stop you from going out and doing what the fuck you need to do. But it was cool, man. And so they all go to the moon. They all get a kegger, go to Moon Tower. There's one black kid in the entire fucking school. Apparently he plays football, so that made shit a lot easier for him. But you know, it's one of those things. And and you know, I don't know how much it's not one of those things. We're just saying it's a plot it's a plot device. It's like, alright, this ain't too bad. 
And that was a cool thing, too, just, like, having, being an athlete and then just being surrounded by girls. Like, the top ones. Now, me, did I? No. I did good. I was putting numbers. Actually, I wasn't putting numbers up on the board, but, like, amount, but enough times. And now, now I'm proud about that. Like going junior, actually going to senior year. So in my senior year and senior year, put up three bodies. Yeah, I didn't think about that. There's a couple where I'm like, yo, I swagged this out. Actually, all of them, like, the first one, it was special. That was the one going into my, I'm not going to give the scenario because just in case motherfucking snitch. But no, nah, the, the one, the summer going into my senior year, that one was actually really fucking special. That was, that was the most me. That was probably the most meaningful sex I've ever had. Like just stakes and everything, just to build up. So the person, yeah, having sex with that person is probably most the most meaningful experience sex wise. Definitely top five. That top three. But like, the rest of it, fucking swagging. But yeah, so just. I remember just being older and looking out for my younger cousins and shit. That shit was dope. That made high school kind of cool. It was like, all right, cool. Like, I kind of have to remain some sort of decorum because I got someone else here. And I think... I kind of you watch enough high school movies and shit. It's like I kind of want to have some some semblance of that going through my uh, high school career. I loved it. I love watching that movie. I think I'm gonna f- f- watch Varsity Blues next. Cause you want it's fictional. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's based off of somebody's life, but like. Uh, Friday Night Lights, the show I love, the movie I love, love the fucking show. Love the movie. But, like, it's based on a true story. So you, it's pretty much just centered around the football and not the shit around, like, not the extracurriculars of the fo- outside of the football. I even know football is an extracurricular. I, yeah. Matthew McConaughey did a good job in that movie. And, um, Days and Confused, Wooderson. Because he's from Texas. He's from Texas. He went to UT. So he's afraid, uh, ben Affleck's in it. Roy Cochrane. Like, a lot of A-listers and a lot of, like, really good B-listers. Like, Joey Lauren Adams is in this bitch. Also, Renee Zellweger, who's from Texas. Who's born in fucking 68. Like, bitch, how the fuck? No, I think she was born in 69. Oh, no. Bitch, oh. That is the one thing about Texas. Texas. Like, if you're in a... Like, I think Austin... I think Austin pre-hipsters was a lot different than... Probably was a lot like Columbus before it got big. Just a college town. Happened to be the fucking state capital. Just because it was fucking central to everything. But, like... 
Texas is Texas. I know it has its issues, but man, it's such a dope fuck. It like the energy is dope as fuck. And it's so big. You can go from fucking swamps to deserts. And there's probably some mountains. Not big ones. Not like Oregon. Got some hills. Not many fucking states you can go from fucking swamp to desert. You know, grasslands to badlands, like in, in the panhandle. Like North Texas and the panhandle, two totally different things. Dallas is considered North Texas. And also South Texas. South Texas and Southeast Texas. Difference. Because South Texas is probably San Antonio to like Brownsville to Laredo. But then you have West Texas, which is uh, Lubbock, uh, Midland, <clears throat> Odessa, El Paso, clearly. <clears throat> but it all feels like fucking Texas. <clears throat> Big sky. Sunny. But Houston doesn't feel like Dallas. And Austin doesn't. Austin San Antonio probably feel a lot alike. But yeah, Houston doesn't feel like Dallas. Dallas doesn't feel like San Antonio. Austin doesn't feel like El Paso. But El Paso and Laredo probably in Brownsville probably feel a lot alike in Corpus Christi. <laughs> and just the history here and everything. But I think it's I think it's uh <clears throat> just a good reminder how big how big the world is, dude. That sounded stupid. Um not stupid but cheesy, like it's a it's a reminder how much how you have to live life and just experience shit. Like I think I would I would like to kick it in Denver. I think Denver would be cool being that high up in the mountains. Utah no, rather kick it in Denver. But Utah looks gorgeous. I like mountains. I like looking up and seeing mountains in the horizon. Just because growing up in Columbus, you don't see that shit. You see buildings, you know. You see trees. Not the super tall ass trees they got out fucking Oregon. But seeing mountains in the horizon is dope as fuck. And just seeing that big Texas sky is dope as fuck, too. I mean, it's insane, but. Like, I kind of miss the gloominess. But I know I want to be like, if I'm if I'm in Texas, like I'm here, like I'm doing the whole fucking domesticated life here. You know. Friday night lights, like son playing football, daughter cheerleading, what, whatever. Just the whole football dad thingy. Or soccer, basketball too. Like, yeah. But football so so much part of America. Because this is the only, this is pretty much the only place you can play it and make a fucking profit and become a star. I would love, yeah, just to experience that. I can imagine. Like, 
getting pussy as a soccer player does not compare at all to probably getting pussy as a Texas high school football star. You're probably getting pussy on a different fucking level. Like, how did Kyler Murray ever come out normal? Because I can imagine. <laughs> like, you're one of the biggest stars in the nation, but you're also the biggest star in Texas. In Dallas. That's wild. Texas high school football is a different fucking breed. Mississippi high school, because Mississippi just puts out so much fucking ta- NFL talent. I think there's, I saw the stat that there are more NFL players in the Hall of Fame from the state of Mississippi than any other state. Or it may just be Mississippi has produced the most NFL players. I don't know, it's one of those, it's a pretty prestigious thing, and it's hilarious as Mississippi. Nothing better to do except get, like, one of the, arguably the greatest running back, Walter Payton, Mississippi. The greatest receiver ever, Jerry Rice, Mississippi. Probably one of the greatest, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks, Brett Favre, Mississippi. Bro, it's a lot of fucking talent. People talk about Florida, like, bro, there's shit to do in Florida. You got beaches on both coasts. Like, you're not too far from fucking water. Mississippi, they got one beach. One beach area. The rest of it is just racism and heat. And I don't know which is worse. Which will kill you more, the racism or the heat? But I think, yeah, man, Texas is dope. Like, politically, yes, it has its fucking issues. And as a black person, like, you kind of have to look past a lot of things. A lot of fucked up shit if you want to enjoy shit. Like, I know Dallas is, probably has a lot of fucking race. It's the South. Like, when people tell me about Oregon, like, oh, bro, like, Oregon, there's only 2% nigga. Like, yeah, I know. Like, oh, they didn't even allow black people in until, like, 1958. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm not going for the niggas or lack thereof. Like, I, let me enjoy something. Let me try to find some peace and happiness and um, wonder in this great place. Like, we all know. If you just focus on how fucked up everything is, you're not going to enjoy it. And not everything is going to be fucking perfect. Like, I know if you go far enough outside of Oregon, uh, Portland, it's fucking banjo country. There's racist shit there, but it's like, oh. Like, I know this. Like, I, I, I suspect that. Any place that isn't a major metropolitan area is going to be fucking racist. What, what the fuck you want me to do? Like, if you go too far outside of Atlanta, it's going to be some bullshit. So no one wants to fucking live in Georgia. Everybody wants to live in Atlanta. No one wants to fucking live in Georgia. We'll go hang out in Valdosta. Like, the mystique of Georgia isn't the same. At least to me, isn't the same as Texas. The mystique of Alabama isn't the same as Texas. Like, the energy there. Like, the energy of New York City. Like, the stories that have been told. The souls that have been lost and created. California, same thing. Like, even with Oregon, just like, bro, there's something about these mountains. Something about this area. The air here is such a fucking positive for me. But yeah, man, it's... It's, uh... 
I enjoyed watching that movie. Like I said, this is a good time of year, especially talking to my kids. It's like, yo, like, enjoy this part of the year, bro. Like, it's a transition. Anytime it's a transition, like, are we going into it? Like, hey, man, you're about to be in fifth grade. Tell my son, like, you're about to be in fifth grade. All bet, like, not all bets are off, but a few of them about to be. Because you can't do the same dumb shit. You're going to be looking. You're going to be the young kid again. Sixth graders are going to be looking at you like, what's up? Bitch. Like you can't you were big dog when you're in fourth grade. You get dropped. And going through the same fucking school system, I can super relate to my son. Like, look, kid, obviously it's fucking twenty-five fucking years. Holy shit. I was ten twenty-five years ago. That sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, like it's gonna be transitions. And then when you're going from 6th grade to 7th grade, and then 7th to 8th, that's going to be wild. I mean, 8th to ninth, It's four years. Be 39. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Yeah, when he turned 8... 33. Yeah. I'll be 43. I'll be fairly young. Like, all right, little nigga. Better 43 than like 36. Like, hold on. Your son's 18. You're how old? 36. Like, shit, nigga. I got eight more years of child support on this nigga. I got six more on Azzy. Well, you know, go from there. And that's that. Trey, I got ten more. Eesh. Should not have had that many fucking kids. Ah, hold on a second. So, yeah. I didn't just have them. Like, I was... The only one I wasn't actively with, I've said this before, was my oldest mom. Everyone else, I wanted to be with them. I was like, all right, this is going to be the last person I ever be with. So, eh, you know, we're together. It's not as bad. It wasn't just fucking randos. But if I have a rando baby, then it's like, oh, all right, nigga, you're wildin'. Yeah, every pregnancy situation, scare, whatever, I was with the person. But Days and Confused. Good movie. I have fun. Uh, You guys be easy. And thank you for listening to Cast Therapy.